stop procrastinating. Stop procrastinating. That's the biggest thing amongst um, uh, uh, Americans, humans in general. Procrastination is so big, it will stop you from achieving your dreams. It really will. Hey, I'm Ronia Sakata, founder of the Joy Academy and queen of joy. That's how my friends call me. It's so important to me that my life is full of joy and that I enjoy every moment because I know how fast it could be over. We can do so many things to bring joy in our lives, to create joy, and that's what this podcast is all about. I talk with people and they tell me how they bring joy to their everyday life and how they create a life full of joy. So let's dive right in and please tell me after the episode what your takeaway is from this talk. Welcome Antonia Jackson to the Let's Create Joy podcast. I'm so excited that you're here because I already had the honor to interview your beautiful mama and she introduced me to you. How cool is that? You can tell everything about your connection and and um, who she is afterwards yourself and we start as always like who are you what do you do and how do you create joy in your everyday life and what brings you joy and then we go with the flow okay yes and thank you for having me um hello everyone my name is antonia jackson and i am a four times published author a spoken word artist a serial entrepreneur and a motivational youth speaker. Um, and so you ask, what brings me joy? So yes, so what brings me joy is the fact that I can get up every day and make today better than, better than yesterday. Um, you know, just to have another opportunity to do better things, greater things. Um, and what was the other question? Like, how do you create joy in your everyday life? You know, what brings you joy could be like this and this and this. And then the little things, how you go through your day and on purpose, like what, how do you create joy? Yes. So how I create joy is I always try to find something every day to do something that's fun, that's full of happiness and, you know, just, just like a free flowing day. Um, For example, I try to at least go to the park. That brings me joy, you know, being out, seeing the scenery, the beautiful birds and all that good stuff. And then another thing may be um, to just have a car ride, you know, have a good joy car ride, um, um, having a great conversation with my husband and just enjoying the fact that, you know, you, you have another 24 hours to live um, and you're out here, you're healthy, you're alive. And that's the most important thing. I just got chills because like another 24 hours, where you can create create whatever you want that's that's yes. it we're done <laughs> we're done <laughs> because but it sounds so easy you know and that's where i like to dig in like with people if you're not in a good space you're like ha 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 24 hours yeah it's hard but na 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 and i yeah. know you're another person complaining you're motivated you're you're focused i love all your your social media posts they're so uplifting but if you're in a bad place, it sounds sometimes also my stuff like, ha, 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 how good you can talk easily from your position. But then, right. yeah, I know that your life wasn't always rosy, rosy. And you built that yourself. And this power of we can create things, we can choose things. What, what just, 
I just give you the mic, just talk whatever comes to your mind. You know, I don't want to ask you a specific question, but when I'm in a bad place and I'm kind of, yeah, you look at you, you gorgeous woman, like I'm not there wherever you are. Right. What do you say to a person like this? So honestly, if you're in that situation um, or a situation where you feel as if you can't get out of, a situation where you feel as if you're stuck, um, you know, it is kind of hard to tell you what to do, honestly, because it's a mental thing. It is. And you have to be mentally stable, mentally prepared to, you know, get out of that mindset. Um, it's something that you have to work on within yourself. Usually when people say something to you, you you're either going to take their advice or you're not. So it's really not up to another person to tell you how you could get out of that, that mental state. It's really up to you. And so that's where it boils down to, okay, do I want to stay like this? Do I want to stay in a depressed state? Do I want to stay sad and lonely? Or could I change my mental for the better and think positive about myself, think positive about the, the, the life I'm in? Um, sometimes you can change your, you know, your bad situations into good ones. Um, there are so many things you could do to improve your lifestyle all because life is hard. It's going to be hard for everyone. No one is going to go through life, you know, like a walk in the park. They're not. So you have to know, you know, how to keep your mental strong. And another a thing for that you could do is meditate. You could read books. You could listen to, you know, um, cool, calm music. Um, and you can just even talk to people. Talking to people is probably one of the best things you could do. So you won't feel lonely. So you won't feel like you're, you know, you're in this alone. Um, and you never know how some people can impact your life um, positively. And so just honestly, it's a mental thing. So you have to be able to get out of that mindset and say, this is not the life I want to live. And that's the beauty of it. It's a mindset thing. So it's not like you only achieve it this way or you have to buy this for happiness. No, you can change it yourself. So how good is that? You have the whole power with you and not somebody else can give it to your your happiness you have to create it your on your own and yes yeah it's the beauty of it but then like oh I have to do it myself why you know <laughs> that's, that's the, the the responsibility for your own happiness I think when you own it then everything gets easier or you exactly. see the next step and the next step Yes, that is, that is true. It takes faith. It takes faith. And how did you get your faith? Is, was that just like your, your upbringing with your amazing mother, which I told, I, I talked about how she, like the mindset she has as a mother, like your, my children are free to choose what they want to do. I think that's so beautiful because a lot of parents have an idea. My daughter has to be a lawyer. Otherwise, it's it's not exactly. worth any. Like, that's so beautiful. And, and she meant it, you know. She wasn't just talking about it. <laughs> so was it, was the faith and the, and the mindset something you were given or just like you had such a big role model? Or you say, yeah, that was part of it. And I gained it myself this and this way. What, what do you say about that? So I can say that the main thing my mother taught all six of her children um, was love. She couldn't give us materialistic things, um, you know, things we wanted, but she gave us what we needed. And that was love. 
So um, with her giving us um, her love, I learned three valuable life lessons. So at an early age, I was taught self-love, how to give back and the good things I could use my money for besides myself. And so I learned my faith um, through our, homeless, our homeless, homelessness journey, um, as well as through my mother. But another thing is I've learned my faith through the things that I went through, you know, as growing up as a teenager, um, as a young adult and all that stuff. So I feel as if um, faith is something that you really have to be uh, deep into. You can't just say, oh, I believe this is going to happen and you really don't believe it. Um, it's hard though. Faith is hard. Faith is one of the hardest things that, you know, a human being can have because you don't know what's in front of you. No one knows what's in front of you. No one knows the future. You're only promised today. And so I feel as if you really have to be, you know, deep into, you know, um, a spiritual like connection with God. If, if, if you're, you know, going down that path, um, and also faith is something where, you know, you have to trust the unknown, basically. And so what we had to do, we didn't know if we were going to get out of homelessness or not. So we had to trust the unknown. We had to keep the faith. Um, one thing, a major thing that kept me and my family's faith alive was that, you know, we had each other. So that was number one. We had each other. We had love. We had a mother who really cared for us, who made sure, you know, the jails wasn't going to um, house us, the streets wasn't going to raise us. We had a mother who truly wanted us to become someone in life. And like you said, um, you just want your daughter to be able, you know, to be free, to do what she wants to do. Um, and that's the same thing my mother wants for her kids. So I would say that my faith did come from our homelessness as well as as growing up as a teenager. And like I said, now a young adult. Um, and so it is hard. Many people, you know, many people, I don't know. I mean, you have to have a fearless faith, a faith that outweighs all fear. Um, and it's hard because, like I said before, you can't see what's in front of you. And it's going to be times where you want to give up. You want to give in. You're thinking, oh, no, I can't do this. Or I don't know what's in front of me. I don't want to, you know, mess nothing up or just anything in that nature. So, yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. You know, faith is one of those things where you just have to believe without even seeing anything. But as we don't know what is ahead of us, I always say, let's just assume that it's just amazing. And if yeah. it's not, we can deal with that later. But like focusing on, ooh, that will, won't work out and this is bad and that might be hard. Like, yeah, maybe, but you don't know. So let's focus on it will be, it will work out. Everything is working out for me. Like with this perception, it's just more fun and and the trusting is feels better if you're like oh no this will go down yeah it's, it's right so, it's so interesting to have always these possibilities like what do i want to believe in because faith that kind of faith that everything will go downhill and everything will go wrong that's kind of a faith too but just it's not exactly not uplifting yeah. at all Being, being, I think being negative needs energy too. So why not take this energy and put it into a, a positive direction? Exactly. Yeah, that's true. And as you were like free to do whatever you want as a profession, how did you realize or, or like know, like knew that, oh, I want to write books and, and what are your books about? Like, and, and 
your poetry with words. I mean, that's that's an art, and you have to find yeah. the way to there. How did you how did you find this passion yeah. of yours? So it started when I was 12 years old. My mother would take me to events in the community, um, whether it was speaking events, youth events, conference events, uh, even volunteer work. And so I began to become passionate about it. You know, so I started to become a youth advocate. Um, and that is how I got into speaking. So I became a youth advocate, um, a motivational youth speaker. And then from there, um, I was inspired by Ernestine Johnson, now Morrison. She's a, a famous um, spoken word artist. And that's how I started spoken word. You know, I loved the art of it. I loved the just the whole concept of it. And so that's how I started spoken word. And at 15 years old, I was starting to see my mother write books. So I said, oh, I'm going to have some fun. <laughs> Let me write a book. So I went to my mom and I told her I wanted to write a book. She said, okay, cool. So um, we sat down. I told her, you know, the name of it. My first book is titled Answers from God. And it's about two sisters who goes down different paths in life, but through prayer and dreams, God reunites them. So at 15 years old, I became a first time published author. And then the, uh, the next year I became a two times published author. And that book is called Call on Me. So it's about a wealthy atheist woman who suddenly realizes her money can't save her when she becomes ill. And so um, this past year, 2020, I published my first children's book. So that's my third book, I'm Flossom. It's about 10 kids who, um, who has flaws and insecurities, and they learn to love and accept themselves for what they are, because regardless of their flaws, they are still awesome. And then my fourth book, Sister Girls Soul Conversations Self-Help Guide, is a guide for ladies ages 16 and 21 who have or are experiencing situations they feel as if they can't get out of. The guide is to help them realize who they are and that they are in control of their life. Wow. So that's four books right now. <laughs> <laughs> you are on fire. And what I love is like, yes, I can write a book because I think everybody, maybe not everybody, but most people have a book inside of them and the doubt and the like, oh no, and it's not interesting. And of course you had a mother like showing you it's possible. Yes. But, but just... um. I mean, experiences build our self-esteem and, and, oh, I can do that. I can do it. If I can do it one time, I can do it another time. So, um, yeah, I want to read all your books and we will put all the details into the show notes for sure. So, yes. so cool. Because, you know, I was a teacher for um, teenagers who learned to be a food technologist. That's a, a profession in, in Switzerland where you... Um, work at the factories, you know, making chocolate or pasta or or potato chips or just just all the foods which are right. factories. And they went. We have kind of this system that you work and mm -hmm. you have a contract with this company, but you go to school at the same time. And after three or four years, you are a professional this and this. So professional food technologist, and that's a profession where you have. A certain salary and and like a skill set where you can work wherever you want in in the food business so i i know the the challenges of of teenagers quite well you know either with family or in the job with with uh, bosses and co-workers or just personally like a, a girl from sri lanka said i'm in love with a guy but he's he's shorter is that the correct word shorter than i am 
is. <laughs> and that's not allowed in our culture. And I said, well, I don't know about your culture, but why not ask your parents if that would be okay, even if you are breaking this rule? Because for me, from a outside, it seems like, come on, if you're in love, why shouldn't you, you know? So I did some coaching and I love that you wrote the book for, for young people as you are, you know, you're close to them. Like, right. Yeah. That's what I, that's what I learned. Here you go. Yeah. I think, yeah. Teenagers need role models. And I, I asked you, you're not a teenager anymore, right? So yeah, I'll be 20 in May. Okay. You're still a teenager. Now. <laughs> okay. So cool. Um, so like, from peers teaching peers, I think that's so, so beautiful. Right. Mm -hmm. I want to read your book. I want yes. To read <laughs> and I know that you already have a game, also have a game in place. Mm -hmm. Tell us everything about the game too. Yes. So my uh, tabletop game is called Accountability Money Box. Um, and it's a game that teaches children three major life lessons, how to count money, how to think positive about themselves, and how to do something nice for someone else. Um, I created this game back in December of 2020. And honestly, it was a vision from God. I never knew how to create a game. I never thought of creating a game. Um, and it just happened. It just literally popped up in my head and I simply just blurted out, I wanna create a game. So I came up with the name, I came up with the concept and you know, I was scared because, okay, I came up with all this good stuff. God gave me a vision to create a tabletop game based on the three life lessons I learned as a homeless youth. But now it's time to manufacture. It's time to get the game, you know, built in my hands. And so I was like, but God, you know, what if it doesn't, it's not a success. And I spent all this money on it. What if this, what if that? And I'm like, I'm blind. I can't see what's in front of me. And <laughs> Like, can you give me a hint? What's going to happen? Is it going to be a success or not? But he was like, you trust me. And I was like, you know, this is a personal conversation I'm having with God. And I'm like, yes, I do. And so he was like, you just have to, you know, step out on faith and get it done. I gave you this vision. You do your part and I'll do mine. And I said, okay, that's what I'm going to do. Because at first I started off with a small box from Michael's and some Dollar Tree supplies. And I made the game that way. But I sent it to my mom. She was like, no, you need to get this done professionally. And I said, okay. So that's what I did. I got it done professionally. And um, yeah, so that's how my game came about. And it looks so cool. And you are not shipping yet to Europe. Otherwise, I would have bought it on, on the GoFundMe page. But I'm, I'm sure this will be something um, which is internationally, uh, maybe you, you have to get it translated too, but, but, um, that's a walk in the park for you. I, I assume because I really love the money part, you know, like children and money. That's such an important conversation to, to have a positive vibe with money because money is, yeah. is energy and money is power. So, the right people having money is just it's so cool what you can do you can donate here and help here and and having a positive attitude from from a child um child's age on that's so so valuable right yep it is i love how you like download ideas and then you just act on it you don't how how can you not doubt all the time is it, is it just your just, I don't want to say just, is it faith? Like, 
yeah, I just do it. But if <laughs> it's more, it's more, it's more than faith. It's just the fact that you never know when it's going to be your last day on earth. So if you want to get something, you want to, if you want to start that writing that book, if you want to create a business, do it. You know, you only have one life to live and tomorrow is not promised to no one. So start on it today. And that's what, that's how I have to think. Not only just, you know, with my faith, but another thing I have to think about is, you know, life is too short. Life is too short. There are so many people on their deathbeds right now saying, I wish I could have done this. I wish I could have done that. When you have, when people now who are living healthy, doing great things, have all the opportunities in the world to get it done, especially during the pandemic. There's not much going on. You know, some things are opening up, but there are still, most stuff are, are shut down. So we, a lot of people have time on their hands. So get it done. You know, that's how I have to think about it. And I just let it flow. If it becomes a success, it does. If it doesn't, that's fine too. But I know for, for sure that I got done what I wanted to get done. Mm -hmm. But Antonia, I just want to watch Netflix all day long. Mm -hmm. You do. Mm. Stop procrastinating. Stop procrastinating. That's the biggest thing amongst um, uh, Americans, humans in general. Procrastination is so big, it will stop you from achieving your dreams. It really will. And I think procrastination in, in the dream department is fear of failure. Exactly. And then there is procrastinating in things you just don't want to do. And of course you're procrastinating. So you better, right. you better like change up your life that you don't have to do these boring things. You just, you don't feel excited about them. Of course, there are things we just have to do, but, right. but other things are like, oh, let's ditch this job or, or don't do that anymore and focus on my dreams. Mm -hmm. But what do you say about safety? I mean, like so many people are doing a job they hate and they get ill because they do something they hate all day long, but they're not brave enough. And I don't want to call anybody out, but just inspired, like, come on, what do you say? I, Antonia, it's not safe to quit my job and do what I really want to do. What is your advice for somebody like this? I would say some of or most of the billionaires, millionaires now, they went after their dreams. They started in their basements. They started in their garages. They went after their dreams. They didn't care what anybody else had to say. And I feel as if you're going to spend your whole life doing something you don't like. I mean, you're wasting your life. You are. Now, I can say if you want to you know, have a nine to five to fund your business, that's fine. But if you really want to have a business, if you really want to do something besides what you're doing now, I advise you to go ahead and do it. Fear is always going to get in the way, but you can't let fear get in the way. You can't, you can't let procrastination get in the way. You can't let other people's no's get in the way. Other people's, um, you know, saying, well, you can't do this or this isn't for you. No, you have to follow your dreams, follow your mind and stick to the plan. I mean, you know, there's, there's always going to be people saying this and saying that. It's always going to be thoughts in your head telling you, you can't do it. It's too much money or this, that, and the third. But I feel as if, like I said before, you have one life to live. Do not waste it on something that you really don't want to do. You're going to spend your whole life being sick mentally because you're like, oh, I don't want to do this. I just, but I have to. No, you don't. No, you don't. Everybody has free will and you can do what you want to do in life. So I 
just advise you to do it. No, you don't. <laughs> so cool. Yeah, it's so true. That's what I preach all the time. And, and I get it if you're not into like cutting your job, like stopping this and just doing this, but you can do it like gradually in your garage, as you said, or in a corner of your whatever room and, and just start small and build up while other people are watching Netflix in the evening, you just yep. do, do build your business. Exactly. Write a book. And writing a book, my book is now, yesterday it was finished for like the manuscript that I'm so excited to now send it oh, out to read. I, oh, I would love to, to have your opinion on it too. If, if you have time for <laughs> reading other people's book, that would be so great. Um, just write one sentence and then another and then another and then you have a chapter and with many chapters there is a book it's but as you said in the beginning it's all mental it's it's mm -hmm. like oh no oh no oh no and I needed <laughs> I I was much slower than you are with writing like I needed time to process like oh well that's my book now and it's not perfect but somebody will be inspired by it for sure or maybe two or hopefully more people yes. and just detach myself that it's not if it's a failure it's not i'm not that i'm a failure it's just it's out there i wanted to write it for years now i did so um yeah just just do it as you yeah said. just is that <laughs> yeah so good but still like when when somebody's listening now and just saying i can't do it what do you say i all the doubts flying around and like i can't do what i love you can. are you are you into like talking somebody into their dreams or are you like oh well you just have to find it out then just do whatever you're doing and be miserable some years more and then you will find out or what do you say No, I will talk it out of you. Everybody has it in them to do what they want to do in life. Like I said, some people are either just procrastinating or they are just too afraid to, you know, hop out in their dreams. I mean, what's the what's the wait for? You know, there are people who say, okay, I'm not going to do it right now. I'll probably do it five minutes, five years from now. Okay, but what's going to happen in five years? When you can do it now, you're probably you're still going to be in the same position you are from, from now to in five years. So why not start now? You know, like you can do it. There's no one in this world that can't do what they want to do. You know, everybody has the potential to be the greatest that they can be. So there, I mean, there is no excuse. You have no excuse. Your lifestyle, your Sorry, everybody listening. You don't have any excuse. <laughs> no one does. No, because there are so many people I've seen who had the worst situations, who've had the worst lifestyle and still made it out on top. So no one has an excuse. No one. <laughs> yeah, and and and, and it, it is actually that simple. And I just like doing something you love is so, so cool and good and feels good. But the whole society with all the expectations and the, the written and unwritten rules is just a really heavy burden and you have to break free of that uh, in some way or another and if you have a parent like pushing you in the in the normal direction in a in a job you just 
already now know I don't want to do that, but I have to. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it's like, as you said, life is hard wherever you are in, you know, you can be in a fancy, in a fancy rich family and have challenges, or you can be homeless and you have challenges, but you had the love, you had each other. Maybe some people would say, well, you were in a better situation than I am. And you're like, haha, like, yeah, it's just so diverse. And, and there's so many different circumstances, like every person has a different circumstance and we have to find our own way um, out of it or into the direction of our dreams. Right. Yeah. I, I think of it as this. There are always other people whose story is worse than mine. You know, there are people who've been molested. There are people who've been shot at gun, all that, you know, I mean, held at gunpoint, all of that. So there is no excuse, you know, and everybody's situation is different. It is. But no one has an excuse to say, well, I had this in my life, so I couldn't accomplish my dreams. My mother, she had to raise six kids all on her own, all on her own, single parent. She was underemployed um, and undereducated, all of that stuff. She had to raise six kids on her own and still made it out on top, 12 times published author, a doctorate degree. So no one has an excuse. It's your mental that you have to control. It's your mental that you have to say, this is the life I want to live. This isn't me. I want to be better than what my family history is. I want to break generational curses. I want to build generational wealth. That's what you have to tell yourself. Everybody's situation is different. And some worse than others. But it's only your fault if you don't make a difference to change that. Oh, you're dropping so many truth bombs. I'm like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> oh, cool. <laughs> What is your personal vision? Where do you want to go? Because that's something I do in my with my clients, like your personal vision. Maybe you want to have 60 sheep and live in the Alps, you know, and just be on your own. And maybe you want a yacht and, and private jets, but don't go for the private jets if your real dream of your heart are the, the farming in the in the Alps, you know, like what's your personal vision that's so important and just open the doors like oh if that would be possible wow that would be cool and I know that you are have big dreams could you yeah. or will are you willing to share your big vision like Antonia in 10 in 10 years in 20 years I mean you're 20 I'm 43 so how about in 20 years what are you doing then and how um, life please, Because I don't know what will happen in 20 years, but one thing that I will always say that I want out of life is to make an in, is to make an income while making an impact. So while I'm impacting people, serving people, helping people, I want to be able to make money as well. You know, live comfortably to where you know if I wanted to go to the store and buy this nice expensive thing, I can. You know, if I wanted to you know go to a fine dining dinner, I can. Um, but I also want to be able to make an impact because money isn't everything. It's not. And if you can't make an impact, if you can't help people in life, I feel as if you really haven't, you know, achieved, you know, greater than what you what you think you can. Um, and so that's my thing. You know, in 10 years and five years and 20 years, I want to be able to make an impact while still having income coming in and a good amount of income, too. <laughs> so, yeah. 
generational wealth. Do you yes. know do you know Rachel Rogers? I heard of the name. She oh you have to check her out. I love her. Her her business is uh name is hello7.com.co I think. Yeah, just hello7 you find her right away. And she says every I want to help every woman I meet to become a millionaire because when women have really wealth by their hands we can change the world because we are investing different we are just our mindset is different it's more building up everything than just having um, power and this is mine and and all the the yeah i i assume and when i see you you have a beautiful husband i have a beautiful husband you know not every like male i don't have anything against male energy like power i i don't i'm not afraid of power but right. like this the female way of of managing businesses and how you can have an impact that's um yeah let's save the world together uh, with, yes. with a lot of lot of um power which lays in money because we can't be everywhere you know it's just not possible to help everywhere where we want so right Where, right. where do you want to make an impact? Like what's your, what's your heart? Like, so more so with the, um, you know, the, 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 the future is this generation. Now the generation is the future. Um, more so with the youth. I want, you know, their generations now is different from way back. You know, of course I wasn't born in the, the 19s, but, um, it's different. It's different. And there are so many kids who are growing up, um, you know, not knowing life, you know, life lessons, not knowing how to show kindness, compassion to others, um, just being rude and selfish. This generation feels entitled, um, like they did, like everything they want, they can get, you can't. Um, so I, I want to be able to step in um, for one, as a former homeless youth, and for two, as a young adult now who has overcome those things, who has learned to you know, his, who has learned the, the true meaning of giving back, who has learned how to, you know, follow after their dreams and all of that stuff. I want to be able to go back and help the youth become amazing human beings, whether it's whatever they want to do. But it starts young. I always say this. It starts young. It starts in the family. So I want to be that light that brings, you know, a positive impact to youth because they need it. Um You know, there's so much bullying going going on. Suicide is at a high rate. Um, you know, and we just we just need to teach teach them how to love, how to show kindness. Teach them. You know, I came across some research. Experts have determined that kindness changes the brain, and that selfless acts of giving provides physical and emotional benefits needed for a well-rounded individual. This is why it is essential for children to learn kindness early on. And then there's another thing where children are growing up in single parent households or households where their parents really probably don't want them. They're always arguing. They're always, you know, treating the kids wrong, beating on them. The, the average two year old hears 432 negative statements per day, but only 32 positive statements each day. So that means that these kids now are growing up in environments where they're just trying to survive. No, I want to change that. Let's help these kids thrive in their environments. Let's help them become the professions they want to become. Let's help them do what they want to uh, do and achieve what they want to achieve. That's my goal. That's my main mission. And that's my most focused point when, you know, I say I want to help people. I'm really talking about the youth because it starts young. 
And so with the tabletop game, you are like entering the living rooms right away. And what else, What do you have all the strategies ready in your head? Like I need money for this and this and this, but then I can just do this and this. Or are you just like the game, like listening to what God tells you, like this, this, this energy tells you to do next? Or do you have like a secret, not a secret, but like a plan in your head already? Like, ooh, I will do this and this and speak and... Because that, well, your goal is big, you know, big and bold. I love it. So between how you, my faith. How do, you, how do you do it? Yeah. So between, you know, God giving me visions and stuff and between my creativity, that's how I come about doing the things that I do. Um, and I just have a, I just really have a big mind of imaginary, you know, imagine, uh, imagination. So I tend to imagine what I want to I guess, be seen in front of me. And so, I, like I said, I have a huge creativity, um, creative mind. And like I said, also, God giving me vision to do or confirmation to do those things. Oh, yeah, you have the children's book, too. I think children's book are a great way to to influence the little ones, too. Yes. Yes, and, definitely. And are you, when, when I, I come back to the wish and you were like, I don't know what's ahead of me, but would you like talk in front of uh, hundreds of, of kids in a school or like the impact you want to make? How do you how do you reach the, the people you, you want to reach? So honestly, um, whatever opportunity that comes my way, that is a positive that will make a positive impact. I will take it. Um, and it can be 50 kids. It can be 100 kids. It can even be more than that. It doesn't matter because my thing is, my motto, my motto is I can't help everybody and I can't save everyone, but I know I've done a job well done if I've helped someone. So as long as I've helped someone, one kid, um, I've said this about my game. If my game can teach one kid how to show kindness instead of bullying, then my game did its job. If my game can um, save one kid from wanting to commit suicide, then my game did its job. So my thing is to at least know that I've helped someone out here in this world. I just love it. I mean, you say all the things people like in my age learn at conferences. You know, I was at the Brandon Bouchard conference and I thought he had really done a beautiful job of the, the self-doubt. You know, when you're like, oh, my webinar, only 100 people showed up and he let it was a, a venue with 900 people. And then he told like the, the first rows to stand up. And he said, look at that, that's 100 people. If you only help one person, you're an influencer. And if you help 100 people, that's 100 people. Look at them. It's a lot of people. Don't think that it's not worth it or that's not, you know, I, I love this yep. message, but you have ingrained it already and you're 19 I love you you're yes. so powerful and it's it's that's what I always thought when I was teaching you know these classes for the for the professional school mm -hmm. guys and 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 girls when when they um I lost the word when they finished up school like the graduation I was right. always so filled with hope because I love them. I, I had three years with them, you know, and, and get to know them. So like, 
the world is okay with people like them going out into the world, working, whatever. Some people are now like doing completely different jobs, you know, like um, working in the, what's the, the rescue, the, the ambulance, you know, ambulance worker are completely different. But if you have a base of a job, you can afterwards evolve in whatever field you want to go. But it's like, oh, and with you, talking with you gives me so much hope and, and a good feeling because we could focus on everything going wrong on this world, again, as we talked in the beginning, or we can focus on what's going well, like people are doing things like you and, and impacting one by one. This is so, so powerful. Yes, yes. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> and... And what are your your plans now, like 2021? Are you, I, I, I learned now that if I ask you too far ahead, you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah I will see. But I'm sure you have some plans which um, have also discipline involved, like I will do this and this and this. You're not laying around like watching television right. while you might do something. So what are your, your next projects or next plans? Yes. So um, I plan to write three more books. They're children books based off my game, based off the three lessons that my game teaches. Um, I plan to get an app created for my game because, you know, there are so many kids that now based on technology. So <laughs> that's another thing. Um, and those pretty much are just the main two. Um, of course, there probably will be some other things that come up. But for right now, the app and those three children books. So every book will lead to the game and vice versa. And, and everything is like a package. Yes, definitely. For, for what age is the, is the game? So, like you planned it for what age group? Six. Six plus. Yes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so cool. And the children's yeah. book will be... How do you illustrate it or, or how do you how do you do that? You do it yourself? You paint it yourself? Oh, oh I, I don't know how to draw. <laughs> but I do have an illustrator um, that does it for me. Oh, cool. And that's a friend of you or you found him or her on Fiverr? Found a freelancer. Freelancer, yeah. Yes. Yeah. So cool. I mean, it's a dream project to do children's book in a in a series with you and um, and publish it together. Do you do you do um, shared profit or you pay the job of illustrating it? Yeah, I pay the job of illustrating it, so no shared profits. No shared profit. <laughs> <laughs> and where did, yeah. did you learn your business skills from your mother, or did you do like school courses? Definitely, definitely from my mother. Okay. Yeah. I will be going to school, though, for um, business administration and communications. But for right now, I've learned all my business skills from my mother and, of course, research. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, we have YouTube. I just told my my little girl, she's 10, you know, like we didn't have Internet for any presentation in school. We, did, we just had to go to the library. I mean, and now it's with YouTube, you can learn everything. It's or or with just uh, just whatever services on 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 the internet it's so cool right yep mm -hmm. i learned all my online business tools and podcasting and whatever i learned everything online and then what i love about it is i can choose the teacher 
which I love, you know, which I resonate and not some random guy. I think you're not capable and I don't like to listen to you. <laughs> I think really the problem of any university or, or, or like a constructed institu intuition, intuition, no, institution. <laughs> Sometimes I have to search for the word. Yeah. When, when you're just in courses and then a teacher appears and you're like, oh yeah, thank you very much. That's just not fun. So online learning is so, so, so cool. Definitely. Yeah. Yes. So, um, 2021, you're already like, yeah, you have some things to do. Other people do that in 10 years. What do you do in one year? <laughs> and what are your, like, I know you told me, I don't know what's ahead, but I think, you know, like what's the next step and the next step, like you're growing, you're only soon 20 years old. How cool is that? What are your next dreams and wishes? If they come true or not, you will you will see. Um, so I do want to have my games in schools, um, especially homeless shelters. Um, and I also want to have it like, you know, foster care homes, all of that good stuff, um, youth centers, you know, YMCA, um, Boys and Girls Club. Um, I want to be, within the next three years, I want to be speaking in a crowd of around 50 to 100 people. Um, whether it's the youth or just, you know, people my age, millennials and that nature. Um, and also, I want to have kids probably like three, four years down, maybe, maybe, four, I don't know, whenever, you know, that's God's decision. Um, and I just want to basically, you know, like I said, make an impact, continue to help people the best way I can. Um, and that's my dream goal, you know, entirely. That's my dream goal. So cool. How many kids? I don't know if I'm allowed to ask that, but you just don't answer if you don't want to. But as you had five siblings, mm -hmm. I love like big gang feeling, but sometimes it's just too much. And you think, no, 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 I want one kid. Six is just too much. Do you have do you have a, a dream, a dream uh, number in your head or that's something you are not? So um, I want to have one. Uh, my husband wants two. But depending on how bad childbirth is, it may just stick with one. <laughs> you can do, you know, I did hypnobirthing, hypnobirthing mm -hmm. and had just a beautiful experience. So with your mental <clears throat> power, you can have the most beautiful birth experience. I promise you, you don't, you can even, even, uh, I couldn't manage that. I was kind of a little angry afterwards, like, yeah, you know, to, to go pain-free, you can do that yeah. with your mind. Mm. There are there are even um, dentists who are trained in hypnotherapy, and they can do um, op operation surgery without medication, and they don't feel anything. So it's everything is possible with your mind. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Okay, I, I can tell you. Don't be afraid of childbirth. Maybe the pregnancy can be challenging, <laughs> but the birth is in your hands again with your mental i mean we're 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 built to do that our bodies are so amazing so um yeah check out hypnobirthing and you I will not be you will not be afraid at all that's so because that's something you know over the last i don't know how many hundred years it's like ooh that's so oh, and it hurts and 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 all the movies are so stupidly 
like telling us that it's a, it's a hard thing. But um, the mental preparation with meditation, I did a lot of meditation. It's just like we're built for that and it's smooth and everything. And it was a beautiful experience. My husband, was, <laughs> I was I was at the birth. I don't know how you say that in, in America. And I don't know if you have that, like only midwives are working there. You know, it's not a hospital. Oh, right. Yep. But if there would be an emergency, you would be in the hospital within seven minutes. So like no, no risk at all. But the, the place is so beautiful and only midwives are working there. And then afterwards, we stayed there for a whole week in a beautiful room. And, you know, my husband and I with our little girl and he heard all the other women giving birth. He was like, oh, wow like a dying deer or like a dying bear. And I'm so glad that you were so quiet because I was calm all the time, you know, with the hypnobirthing. I tell you, that's for you. <laughs> you will think of me while giving birth, I'm sure. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's all mental. That's what you said. It's for Right, you. yeah. Yeah. Now we have we have interesting topics in our episode here. That's so cool. <laughs> but I think, and that's something in this famous book, and it's from an American, um, written by an American woman. It depends, or it it makes a difference how you get birthed, or is that the correct sentence? Like if it's if it's just a gentle way on entering this world, it has an impact on on. Uh, on your whole being so you can impact your child from the very 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 beginning on yeah that's pretty cool yeah you have to check it out and um there are lots of resources online anyway so you will find you will find oh there is a but she's not she she sold that business but there is an english woman Susie Ashcroft. I just listened to a podcast with her and she founded the UK um, hypnobirthing school. So you could check her out. She's, she's yeah, I'll look at <laughs> I, I'm already looking forward to the resources of our episode. Like, oh wow, okay, they talked about games and <laughs> birth and every everything. So okay. Yes, yes. Oh, this has been fun. Yes. <laughs> and, and um, you know, you said, like, what brings you joy? Can you? I, I always say that's one of the first exercises I give to my clients, like write down 100 things which bring you joy, like little things, too. I don't know where you live. Do you have the four seasons or? or, or yeah, four seasons. Four yeah. seasons. So for me, something which is on my list is like walking on crunchy snow, you know, the, the sound. I love that. But I love also like cherry blossoms sitting underneath like little things. Right. We won't go through 100 things of, of your list. But like if you would just just start to like, oh, that brings me joy. And that brings me joy. Could you could you um, share some joyful points on your hundred things which bring me joy list just right away uh, totally spontaneous let's see um juice um uh going to the going to the park walking the park um car rides love car rides um date nights 
that honestly brings me joy. Um, food in general, especially hot wings or, you know, I mean, <laughs> um, family, family, definitely family, definitely love. Um, being kind to someone, that brings me joy. Seeing kindness, you know, within other people, that brings me joy. Um, uh, what else? What else? What else? Um, waking up brings me joy. Um, and just, I mean, it's a lot. It's a lot. And I know the little things you're probably like, that brings you joy? Yeah. Eating, food, you know, juice. I love juice. Um, going to the park. It's just the fact that, you know, you can see nature, you can breathe in fresh air, just the little things within that is what brings me joy. And just the, the little time I know, I know you now from, from Facebook and, and Instagram, you know, you like um, beautiful clothes and makeup and, yeah. and, and hair, you know, like you are an, a piece of art for, to just, seeing also your transformation you you sent me picture with long hair and now with short hair right. and did you do this piece of art behind you or or is that from somebody oh, else? thrift store what is that i bought it from a thrift store okay wow okay <laughs> so just looking at you you know like clothes makeup just just an, uh, uh, your whole appearance that would be like on your list like 10 points already and uh, I love gold so much the, the color gold so this yes. piece, um, piece of art speaks to me too that's so cool right. yeah, yeah and when I ask about these hundred things it's like hundred are you crazy but when you when you start it's like oh wow yeah like juice like I could write down orange juice or or grapefruit juice, that's two different things. And sometimes I choose this for bringing me joy and sometimes this. And then these little things which add up over the day brings the whole day to another level. Like, yeah, I can choose and create joy for myself. Right, any, yeah. any given moment. Mm -hmm. Are you yeah. and your family close, like geographically, or are you apart in, because you know, Switzerland is so tiny. Yeah, but the states are big. So, um, are you close, or you have to? Stay so right now, with, with, uh, um, yes. So right now, my husband, we're stationed up here in Washington State, closer to Canada. Um, but we'll be moving back to Georgia, so we will be closer to family. Around um hour and a half to three hours from his family, then from my family. So his so, family would be will be close too. Right. Yep. Oh, cool. Cool. Because that's always such a hard decision. You might, you know, my husband, we met 20 years ago in Japan and he mm -hmm. came to Switzerland and it was like, I, I told him, I don't know if I could live. I love Japan since I'm a child, but yeah. I don't know if I could live there because I, yeah, you know, I, I can speak Japanese, but I'm an analphabet. Is that the right? I can't. I, I can read a little bit like a first grader. So you're never a full full employee because you can't read or write. And he said, oh, I, I come to Switzerland. That's no problem. But the decision to, to leave your family and go close to the others. So if you can combine it, it's just a win-win yeah. yeah. situation. Right, yeah. Definitely. So you you can you can um, meet more often than now. 
Yes, yes. <laughs> and how, yeah. like, like you say, we are stationed and we will moving. Are you included in this decision or are you just told like move there, move there within the military? Yeah, so um, when you say included, are you saying like once, okay, so he so can choose where he wants decision, to go. Are you included in this decision or are you just told where you have to go? So for right now, um, they chose where we could go. Luckily, it was Georgia. So we're going back home to our home state. Um, but after I believe this contract, he's able to go where he wants to go, but we've decided that we're probably going to stay in Georgia. He'll just be, um, reserved in the military instead of active. Um, but I do have a, you know, we both made the decision to see, you know, where we want to go. Um, cause he's had, he's had different options than Georgia, but since we both wanted to go back home, see family, be with family and we chose that. So, yeah. Cool. Because mm -hmm. Me personally, I don't get, I don't like to get told what I have to do. And I assume you too, like <laughs> you want to do right. And, and as you want your children of your own, it's just so beautiful to have family around and, and um, grow together. And you have right. nephews, nephews and um, yes, nieces already. Yes. So yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. oh, because I know that, you know, the, the FaceTime or, or just the digital relationships they work because we can't go to japan now and and grandparents can't come over now but um yeah it's just in person it's just the the very very best so mm -hmm. exactly yeah exactly oh i'm just excited to to be in contact with you and see what you're all all the things you're doing it's yeah. so so cool i'm so honored to to because your mother as i'm growing my podcast you know I'm asking friends and, and people I know, but your mother was the first person just reaching out to me. Can I be on your podcast? And I was like, yes, you know, like somebody I don't know is approaching me. That means I, I have a, a certain, um, I reached a level where, where people are approaching me. I, I was so, so happy. And then she introduced yeah. me to you. And that's what I love. Like for me, I also believe in God. I was uh, raised christian in a in a very nice way without you know the pressure exactly yeah that i i had to like push back and say that's nothing for me for me it's now more like i created like kind of my own religion you know with with god and the traditional faith but also with uh nature shows us yeah just my own my own construct of of my belief yeah. and um how I meet people and how how the, the the connections go I just I'm in awe you know like I can talk to you now I've never heard before of you like two months ago how cool is that I just love that and and um yeah we're saving the world for sure yeah and you, you absolutely have to check out Rachel Rogers I'm sure you will love her and she she wrote the book and will come out at the 4th of may okay that will be probably after our episode now will be will be live but yeah we should all be millionaires that's the that's the yeah. yeah okay so right. what is your message to the world just like antonio jackson here's the mic your message to the world yes um so hello world um mine would have to be 
um, do not spend another day procrastinating. Do not spend another day um, of fear. Go after your dreams. Do what you want to do in life. Be you. Be free. Be authentic. The best thing you can be is to be yourself. Don't let anyone tell you no. Don't let the naysayers get to you. And always, always, always be consistent and have discipline. That's all I have to say. Thank yeah, you Jocelyn. so, so much for your time and your energy and your just your vision is so big and beautiful. And I I will I will uh, follow you on on the beauty of social media for me is to be inspired daily by what you post, what others posting. Like I, I love your quotes and everything you, you do. So yes. thank you so much for inspiring me daily. Really, that's so so <laughs> Cool. Thank you for having me, honestly. Thank you. And um, yeah, we're in touch. That's so, that's, mm -hmm. that's the, the beauty of the internet. It can be used for so many bad things, but also the good things. So let's focus. Yeah. Let's focus on, on the right side. Thank you yes. so much, Antonius. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you've enjoyed this interview as much as I did. Please subscribe and leave a review on iTunes if you liked it. Also make sure to join my free joy group on Facebook to discuss this episode and other joy topics. And you can find the link to it in my show notes on joyismycompass.com slash blog. If you are looking for ways to incorporate more joy into your daily life, I've got the most awesome tool for you. Head over to joyismycompass.com UA to hire your personal universal assistant. What is that? You'll find out. Just click on the link joyismycompass.com UA. See you in the next episode.